When we're getting to know someone, we generally start with small talk, but small talk tends to be surface level conversation, meaning you're asking questions, but you're not really getting to know the person very well. And if we really want to get to know this person and they really want to get to know you, then we've got some unlocking to do. For a lot of people, small talk is not something that they really like to make, even though it can be an important first step when trying to build rapport with the person. But what about after you've made small talk? And let's say you seem like you have a connection with the person and you want to get to know them better. How are you going to get to know a person better? All right. Well, in today's lesson, I'm going to teach you five strategies and we call them the five P's of getting to know someone better. And this is about moving beyond small talk so that you can get into the sincere, meaningful, and deep conversation that will allow you to get to know this person much better. All right, let's get right into it. All right, so keep in mind that the five P's are for you to really get to know someone and for them to really get to know you, meaning you're learning the five P's about that person, and you're also sharing the five P's about you. All right, with that, let's go over the first strategy. The first P is purpose. All right, so purpose is a really big one, and it reveals a lot about someone's identity and how they view themselves. So you could ask somebody what they felt like they were meant to do in life, what they felt their vocation or their calling was. If you talk to teachers, a lot of teachers you might speak with say that they always knew that they wanted to teach and they're a really good teacher. They're really good at their job because maybe for them, that is their calling. That is their vocation. That is their purpose. Now, when you want to find out what someone's purpose is, it would be a little weird, a little strange, and even a little intrusive to ask straight up, what is your purpose in life? What were you meant to do on this earth, right? You probably would not want to ask it in that way because, again, it comes off as a little strange. So instead, you want to pay attention to how they talk about work, how they spend most of their time? What do they do on weekends? What makes them forget to eat? What do they get really excited about working on? What did they love to do as a young kid or as a teenager? How do they want people to remember them? What kind of contribution do they hope that they can make to society and to the world? So these are a few ways that you can really get at what this person's purpose is without asking point blank, what is your purpose? Because think of it, if somebody asked you, what is your purpose? How do you think that would make you feel? It might make you feel a little bit put on the spot. Like if you don't know what your purpose is or you don't know how to answer that, are they going to think of you any less? 
Are they going to think that you're maybe lazy or lost in terms of direction or focus? No, of course not. But that's why we don't really want to put someone on the spot and ask them what their purpose is. Because to be honest, a lot of people might not really know what that is. They might have to do a little bit of introspecting and a little bit of that internal dialogue with themselves to be able to know what their purpose is in their life. And of course, this can change. But the point of asking this question, the number of ways that I shared with you, instead of asking, what is your purpose, point blank, it's to get to know them. It's to understand where they're coming from, how they view the world, how they view themselves, how do they view their their participation in society. And the same goes for you. So maybe this will also help you direct yourself towards thinking about what your purpose is and how you can begin to make a difference even in the smallest of ways, right? Being kind to a neighbor, doing something for your family or your friends that they were not expecting and just trying to figure out what your purpose is as well. So use those as guidelines. And like I said, don't ask point blank what your purpose is to someone because again, they might be caught off guard, right? They might not be expecting that. And also it could be a little strange, especially when you're starting to get to know someone and you're not quite best of friends yet. All right, let's go to the second one, passion. What is their passion in life? Of course, this can be more than one thing, right? Many of us have more than one passion. What is it that gets that person up in the morning? What makes them excited to be alive? This could take shape in the form of a hobby, an interest, or a specialization. For example, someone's purpose might be helping to end world hunger or wanting to save endangered species. But at the same time, they could be deeply passionate about surfing and spend all of their vacations out on the waves, right? So we can have different passions. We're multidimensional beings. In order to understand what their passions are, you can ask them how they enjoy spending their weekends or any free time that they have. Ask them what is one fun thing that they make time for each and every week. And again, they might have more than one passion. So try to pick up on what they're also sharing without even having to ask those questions if you feel like they're already sharing things that they love to do. Maybe you notice that they are an avid collector of stamps. And so you see that they're looking at some stamps on an envelope and maybe they want to tell you about this collection that they have of stamps, right? That could be a passion. Just be mindful that when somebody shares a passion of theirs, that you treat them with respect and that you show that you are interested in what they have to say, even if you might not be interested in what that passion is, right? They might be really interested and their passion might be camping where you would never want to spend a night in a tent, but that's okay. You can still show interest. You can still be curious and ask questions and show them that you are caring about what they 
have as a passion and show them that you care about what they have to say. Profession, that is the next P. So what do they do for a living? Sometimes a profession can overlap with a purpose and a passion, right? They might be someone who really wants to end world hunger and so they join an initiative to do just that. And that is also their profession, right? So if that's the case, then that's great. That way you've learned three things about that person and only by asking one type of question. But generally speaking, for many of us, a passion and a purpose and a profession are going to be three distinct things, right? So with the profession, you want to ask things like, how do they make their living? How do they keep the lights on? How do they keep a roof over their head? How do they put food on their table? How do they support their family, right? Somebody might have a profession, but they might not necessarily think of it as their purpose or their passion or something that they were meant to do, even though they might be really good at what they do for a living, right? And that is okay because everyone needs to earn a living somehow, right? But the way you can ask what they do for a living is simply by saying, what do you do for a living? Or ask them about what they're excited to be working on right now at their job. We don't want to say, what is your job? Because that's not the best way to ask this. But you can say, how do you make a living? Now, if you're an entrepreneur or if you're talking to an entrepreneur, then maybe their profession also includes their passion and their purpose. But that's not the case for everyone. So just be mindful of that and have fun talking about what their profession is. Pride. All right. So what moments are they very proud of? What are some of their achievements or some of their accomplishments? Did they win a talent show in high school? Did they qualify for the Olympics? Did they help create a cure for something? What are this person's list of achievements? And the same goes with you, right? You have a lot of things that you can be proud of. So how do you share that with someone? So this is an interesting one because a lot of people don't want to brag. They don't want to boast and say, you know, I did this and I did that and here are my medals and here are my awards, right? Even though they might be a very accomplished person, it doesn't make them feel any more comfortable to brag. So I don't recommend boasting or bragging because I personally don't find that very appealing. But I think it's much better to be modest and humble and of course, share the things that you're proud of. You don't have to, you know, go in chronological order and say every award you've won or every achievement, but you can talk about things that you're proud of And it could even be things that are moments in time where you made a difference in someone's life. Maybe you mentored someone. Maybe you did some volunteer work. Maybe you did some tutoring and helped someone get into the school of their dreams, right? So these are other ways that are not necessarily awards or championships or medals or certificates, but they're still accomplishments and they're still things that people can be proud of. And the same goes for you. Under this same category, you can also talk about what you hope 
to be proud of in the future. So these are more like goals and objectives, right? Taking a dream and turning it into a reality. So feel free to share those with someone too, because they show what you're what direction you're headed in, what you hope to accomplish as well. Peculiarities. All right, so up until now, the strategies that we covered can be understood from the conversation or they can be learned from a question that you ask in that conversation. But for peculiarities, it would be a little bit strange to ask a question about what makes them peculiar or particular, right? Saying something like, what is peculiar about you would not be received very well. <laughs> if you want to try it out, go ahead. But it would be a little bit strange, right? Asking, are you weird in any way? Are you strange in any way? What are your idiosyncrasies? What makes you tick? right? We want to avoid these phrasings, these ways of asking a question because it could come off as rude or presumptuous. So we definitely don't want someone to think that we were being rude to them in conversation. So what do we do instead? We pay attention. We pay attention to what they're saying, how they're saying it. Use your senses, right? Use your eyes and your ears. Figure out what makes them unique, we're all really unique and it's really fun to get to know someone. And the better you get to know someone, the clearer their uniqueness becomes. So that's pretty fun in my opinion. So the five P's of getting to know someone for real and them getting to know you is the quickest way to avoid the small talk surface level conversation. That really should only be reserved for when you're first meeting someone, right? So with this framework, we're getting to know about a person's purpose and passion and profession and proud moments and peculiarities, and they also get to know the same about you. Establishing rapport and building a real and true connection is a two-way street. You're sharing a little bit, they're sharing a little bit. You're talking about your hopes and dreams. They're talking about their hopes and dreams, right? If you only focus on them, it might feel a little bit daunting. It might feel like they're in an interview. And if you're trying to be their friend, that might not be the best way to go about getting to know them. And the same goes for you not talking only about yourself because nobody really wants to be in a conversation with someone who just talks about themselves the entire time. The point here is to get to know each other. We're all changing and evolving and growing. So you can definitely use this framework with the same person because you'll notice that maybe their passions have changed. Maybe their purpose has evolved. Maybe they've changed professions. How many times have you changed what you're interested in? A lot of times, I'm sure. So make sure that you practice these strategies, keep them in your back pocket so that you can use them Whenever you want to get to know someone really well, sit down with them, have a nice cup of tea and chat about the five P's. And I think you'll also find that sharing these kinds of details about you will also be a really fun experience as well. All right, advanced English learners, I hope that you enjoyed this lesson. Comment below with your favorite of the five strategies and why that is. 
What other ways do you think you can get to know someone really well and they you? Share that with the community down in the comments. I will see you for your next advanced English lesson where we're going to continue advancing your English. Bye for now. Thank you.